This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. I'm officially at the age where when I go out with my girls on a Friday night, we're the loud cackling table Mm. in the corner of the tapas bar. And then you also sent somebody up to to speak with the manager. Are you that age yet? No. You guys are a bunch of old Karens? No. Okay. No complaints. But we were like cackling obnoxiously. And you could tell the server who was like a university student couldn't wait for her shift to be over. We were nice. We tipped good. Mm -hmm. We were pleasant. We just drank a lot of wine and cackled. And I remember being younger and seeing those tables and being like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. There that, was, that's who we are now. Was there any part of you when you were younger that was like, man, that's going to be a fun stage? Yeah. Yeah. I've the, always admired people that were older who were still having fun on weekends. Right. And stuff. I've always, especially working in the bar for so many years, when people that were a lot older than me would come in on yeah, a Friday yeah. night and just let loose and have fun. And you could tell they genuinely enjoyed each other's company. I've always thought that was quite sweet. Yeah, my parents and uh, like two or three of my good buddies' parents always used to get together and make sausage together. And it was like start Sunday morning. They'd have the football games on in the garage. They'd be smoking in the garage That's while making so sausage. And they'd just get banged up on yeah. Pilsner all day. And it was like... So so fun to watch and be like, oh, I'm so happy my parents are having fun right now. <laughs> yeah. Even so if it was rare, the, you the, know? The sausages by the end of the day would be made very poorly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd be all loose because my parents were as well. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, no, that's good. True. But yeah, I like I don't really go out as much as I used to. That's for sure. But I was just in the mood on Friday. I was like, I'm going out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have fun tonight. You even had an adult sleepover at your buddy's I did. house. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It was fun. If you rearrange your fridge every three days, it helps you drop pounds. Why? I don't know if like... It has to do with you reach for the same stuff that might be unhealthy options when you go in there. I mean, I would I wouldn't mind rearranging just to remember what's in there cuz there was one time where I was feeling crazy. Oh, let's hear it. And I bought raspberries and blueberries and we all know the cost of those. Yeah. But I did it and then like 4 days went by and I forgot about them cuz I put them in the drawer at the bottom. And I was freaking out thinking like that money just went down the drain they're probably all nasty now yeah i think i put all those in a smoothie which is a really good smoothie thank you for doing but expensive that. but you know rearranging the fridge would be kind of smart well i wonder if it yeah you could put healthy things mm-hmm. right in your eyesight more and maybe you're used to putting things that you like to eat in your eyesight Close. rather than things that maybe you should be snacking on instead i don't know it might work once again, rearranging everything in your fridge every three days helps you drop pounds. What if the only thing in your fridge is like three rotisserie chickens and a Diet Coke? Rotate them. Rotate it. <laughs> Chicken dance. I can see this working. In the My one example that I can think of right now is uh, Justin, who lives downstairs at the house, loves buying bags of pepperoni sticks. Okay. And I'm a sucker for them. So when I'm hungry, I go and look in the fridge, and it's almost become... It's like habit for you to open the drawer first. Like, while I'm looking at, what should I eat? All (laughs) of a sudden, I'm eating a pepperoni stick. Like, hmm, (laughs) what would go well with this pepperoni stick? Hit or miss, whether McDavid's going to make the Heritage Classic game. My guess at this point is miss. 
because they're saying one to two weeks. I don't think they would have included the two weeks if they really didn't project for him not to be in the Heritage Classic game. That's just my guess. But they're not saying he's out yet because they still want to probably sell the remaining tickets. Yeah. As I think there's a few left. Uh, it's nearly sold out the last I checked. It's kind of sad. Yeah. The, like, you made a valid point off air. You're like, how many kids are going to be out in the cold? Just wanting McDavid on the ice. It's kind of sad that... Well, at least they He's got their there. dry. Do you think that dry side will get sad and vice versa when the other player doesn't get out there with them? It's like going to work and your best friend has the day off. Sucks. Yeah, I guess. Well, especially that whoever plays with dry side, if it's not McDavid, is a downgrade. And that's not rude to other players. That's just simply the case. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how good he is. But I wonder how much pressure there is for McDavid to get better in eight days since the injury. Well, yeah, because dance, dance monkey, like let's go, right? Like make me laugh, clown. You know, <laughs> like put on a show for us. We're paying good money to be here, and I and I feel bad for him. Yeah, because well, he I, wants to be there too. This is I one know. of those games that, like, you'll remember for the rest of your life as an NHL player. It's so unique and cool. Okay, I just had another perspective. Okay, maybe he's faking it. You know that one day where you have to go outside for recess, and you're like, but it's cold out. Yeah. So you just pretend you have a headache. You think he's faking it because he doesn't want to play in the Heritage Classic, which would be one of the coolest moments ever. Incorrect. Bad take. That's just a thought I had. Yeah, it's not a good one. He's definitely not faking it. You know when you just aren't in the mood for gym class? So you're like, ah, my ankle hurts. No, but he did it right before overtime. That's where he shines. There's no way he was faking an injury. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep. Before overtime, yeah, so you I did. didn't see when it happened. He's uh, he's gonna be okay. Like it, it, for one to two weeks, doesn't sound like something that we have to worry about too much. And I actually am excited for the fact that I think other players are gonna get the wake up call that he just can't do everything. Oh, that's like, true. Like the Oilers, other play. I think it would be really challenging to play with a Drysital and a McDavid's type talent because it doesn't matter how good you are, you don't compare. Well, and you just think they're gonna do it. So all you gotta go and do is head out there and not make mistakes, and then let them win the game for you. But that's that shouldn't be what you're doing in the NHL. Like, you're elite athletes. Yeah. Go and win the game yourself. It's like when you book a day off at work, and I have to step up and do the weather and the traffic. It's like, oh, my gosh. This is a lot. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> just kidding. Just like that, for sure. <laughs> anyway, we're, ho- we're hoping for a speedy recovery for him, no yes, doubt. Of it course. would be amazing to see him at the Heritage Classic, but... If it's going to jeopardize potentially his health this season, sit him out. I just hope he doubles up on his bubble baths this week. He does like bathing. He loves his bathtub. Hopefully Lauren puts some extra Epsom yep. salts in extra there for Epson. him. Extra Epsom. Make sure it's lavender, Lauren. We know you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Light some candles. And then just tickles. Yeah, take care of your man. Just little, little tickles we on the neck him. while he's bathing. <laughs> Thank you for your work. Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. We are counting down the top seven things that uh, you don't see every day that you maybe should. I like this list a lot. It's a little all over the place, but that's all right. Um, some honorable mentions that are rolling in Christmas music year round, please. I guess you're right. Like a lot of people suggesting that I know that there's probably some listeners screaming no, right. at their radio or their speaker, but 
Some, I mean, people are in a better mood. Some of them would fit. Like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Imagine slapping that at, like, early <laughs> spring. Yeah. Right? That's the most wonderful time of the year, if you ask me. Okay, so coming in at number seven, we have eggnog. That deserves to be way higher than no, that. No, it doesn't. You're just a some hater. People are, people are grossed out by it, but I understand that it should be on the list because whenever it comes around, it usually starts showing up this time of year. Yeah. People lose their minds. The, the small percentage of people that like it. Just because you don't like it, but okay, I see where we're going. Coming in at number six, Darcy made this suggestion on the text line, long weekends. <laughs> That's Just a more, great one. More of those in general, please. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Coming in at number five, Bailey's in your coffee. Why am I only indulging in that close to Christmas, close to holidays when there's snow on the ground, like why am I not waking up and having a Bailey's and coffee on a random Wednesday in the middle of July? It's a little bit problematic if you started incorporating drinking every morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do understand that it should be splashed in more than just the holidays. I love that majority of this list. To be honest, it's food and drink. I'm sorry. Number four, Slurpees in the middle of winter. Don't get, judge me. No, nobody judges. People judge. People judge. Okay. Number three, this was suggested by several people on the tax line. Thank you so much for listening to the show. The pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, that the should be number one, actually. Yeah, the sugar cookie oat latte. Great suggestion. From Man, so many people just love those seasonal drinks at the stores. Mm-hmm. You made a suggestion, honorable mention, the McRib. We haven't seen it in years. Yeah, and they come out and they're like, ooh, it's McRib o'clock. Okay, just well, throw that bad boy on there on a regular basis. Yeah, like, why is this so hard? What is so hard about it? I don't know. There are those specific menu items. I get what they're doing because they make you want to have some urgency to go and get them. And if they just had them around all year, they wouldn't be top sellers. Mm-hmm. But they bring people out of the woodwork who are excited that they're back. I get the 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 marketing scheme got it behind it but counting down the top seven things that should be normalized year round coming in at number two mini chocolate bars why why can't i have a mini two little squares of caramel whenever i want because i think we'd all be sick i know it's just a ridiculous how many of those i can tear through this time of year they're so good like i know it's not a huge number but i'm pretty sure i had seven yesterday no for sure and but you justify it because they're in their cute little packaging. I had six the day before, no, probably I, eight the day before. I had uh, one of the caramelks at 2 a.m. And then I couldn't get back to sleep. Oh, and you, you had two cavities. No, I just went to the dentist last week. No, I know. But did you brush your teeth after your ca- midnight caramel? No. Well. I think I'm doing okay. Like the amount of times I wake up in the middle of the night and eat caramel, it's like a high. So percentage. do we I, actually even want those year round? Yes. Okay. Coming in at number one. We all saw this coming. Something that should be normalized year-round, not just on specific holidays. It's stuffing. Oh, yeah. Good one. Dressing. It shouldn't just be for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, Uh, and Friendsgiving. Our friends from Newfoundland figured that out. Did they? they? Yeah, they put it on their poutine. (gasps) What? Yeah. It's a thing year out there. Round? Year round? You can get it like almost any restaurant that has French fries. You can get done up Newfoundland style with stuffing on your 
fries and gravy. And it doesn't have to be next level where you're putting in so much effort. Like, get some stovetop. Yeah, yeah, the box ones are great. Apparently, they're not good for you, though. Well. Like, they've got some ingredients that are, like... Yeah, and I can't can imagine sketchy. the sodium on those. Like, you, it tastes like a salt lick. But it's so good. Very good. And it's easy. Mm-hmm. It takes minutes. Man, people are fired up about this. Oh, wait. No, wait, they're calling for something else. Calling, for, calling to get qualified to see Taylor Swift in Tokyo. I thought everybody was just really passionate <laughs> about, about what we're stuffing. talking about. They love their stuffing. <laughs> All the phone lines are lit up. Like, whoa, we're killing it this morning. <laughs> What's just something that you've noticed in your life where you go, yeah, it's kind of icky to me. Okay, hit me with it. This is going to hurt my feelings. I know. I'm aware. It's when you have a blankie on the couch. When I specifically have a blankie? I think it's men. That sounds terrible, but I'm just being completely honest with you. And I've brought this up before with our roommate, Justin. He just laughs every time, especially now when he walks into the living room and you have a blankie. I'm a big blankie guy. He loves his blankies. I don't have like a blankie that my mom knit from when I was a baby still and I need to snuggle it. No, That's what you're kind of making it sound like. No, you'll just grab any available blankie. It's a blanket, but yeah, when I'm laying on the couch, I like to keep the house cool Mm. for bill purposes. And so because of that, I'm very comfortable using a blanket. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's something like deep rooted in that where I look at you and I'm just like, you're pathetic. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, but it gives me a little lick. Wow. Pathetic. Okay, well, now you can do what you got one about me. Oh, I got plenty. (laughs) We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, right. You have to like make something up because you can't think of anything. (sighs) No, I got a ton. What gives you little lick? Pathetic's not little ick. Come That's on, a that pretty big ick. It's a kind of a joke. Um, I got a couple questions about this before we just move on. Would you feel comfortable if you saw an elderly man with a blanket? Like, let's say a guy who's peering out a window in an old folks home and oh yeah, that's adorable. The nursing staff yeah, take like care that. of him by putting a blanket on him and to make sure he's men, comfortable. I think it's men in their thirties and forties. So, maybe, maybe 50s. Okay, what about 20s? That's fine? A guy in his 20s, no, no shirt that's on? Also, no, that's also, no, that's all. I guess it, once it gets to senior citizen level, then it starts to be cute. I don't get it, but all right. I don't get it either. It's just I can't help it. You just look at me like I'm, go, I'm such a loser when I have a blanket on to stay warm. Meanwhile, you're complaining, mate, I'm cold. Somebody <laughs> turn the heat up. I'm frozen right now. Why don't you use one of those 600 blankets that you bought from home since, Lisa? So we're asking you what your little ick is. And earlier I said that it's when Ryder has a blankie on the couch. It's and it's a just blanket. Something, I know. And Elise is sticking up for you on the text line. She's like, I'm pretty sure we can all say that our ick is Lisa saying blankie instead of blanket. I promise I don't call them blankies. I'm trying to prove a point that like Ryder is acting like a child with his blankie. I don't say that word. It's blanket all day. I promise. Oh, look at you. trying I'm to serious. Trying to be everybody's favorite. Trying to play all the different angles. So what is your little ick? Ryder's still trying to brainstorm one about me because he can't figure one no, out. And I, fig- get I'm I get it. I get it. I'm trying to figure out which one of the 63 <laughs> I came up with I should use. Yeah, Ryder showed up to work today with a scroll. Like, we knew we were talking about this, so it's written out. But Chelsea wrote in, and this is her major ick, and it is so funny. 
when you see people lick their hands to death after eating wings after like three or so. <laughs> and uh, she goes on to say, just finish eating and go wash your hands. Better yet, practice just using one hand to eat your wings so you have a clean hand to sip your drink with. And it's true. When somebody has both fingers covered in hot sauce and they go to grab their beer awkwardly <laughs> yeah, to not get yeah, sauce on it, true. so they're like holding it really strange. <laughs> that is a great suggestion. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah. It's so good. All right. Would you like to hear yours? Sure. Like mine for you, I guess. It's when uh, you yawn. Sometimes you'll make this weird, like, I don't know, sick reptile no, it sounds noise like, at the uh, end. It sounds like Chewbacca. Yeah, a little it's bit. It's a talent of mine. So I'm going to try to mimic it because you refuse to do it for me. <laughs> I can't do it unless it's organic, Ryder. I so can't it just sounds something like it. this. And that gives me the ick. Joel wrote in saying stretched ears. So glad I never did it. They give me the ick. Jen says I dated a guy once that wasn't nice to my cat. So that gives me the ick. Yeah, people. We have one friend who I love. I love him so much. And sometimes he'll come stay with us. He lives in Calgary. And he doesn't pet the dogs. And I. It gives you the ick. I don't like that. Yeah. You got to acknowledge the dogs. You have to. You're a grown man. Say hi to the dogs. I have another one that's pretty relevant this time of year. Yeah, an old co-host of mine uh, back in my Saskatoon radio days used to do this. <laughs> and it was Ugg boots were even more popular back then. I know they're still a thing now, mm -hmm. but this was like at the height of... At the peak. Of, yeah. Peak Ugg of Ugg boots. Ugg boot mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... She had a pair that were like water stained halfway up. <laughs> well, it's like salt. It's like a salt yeah. and water stain on the front of the. <laughs> exactly. And she also was a bit of a foot shuffler. Like she didn't lift her feet high enough. And the sound of those sloppy ass Ugg boots <laughs> shimmying their way <laughs> into the studio in the morning. Just I could... immediately put you in a bad mood. Well, because it was it was four in the morning. Like nobody's in a great mood at four in the morning. And all of a sudden you just hear this like shuffle. Shh, 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 down the hallway. Of the, uh, <laughs> major it. so funny. Okay, Marlene wrote in saying when people don't use knives and they try to saw their food apart with a fork, it gives me the ick. <laughs> yeah, that's and a good I, one. <laughs> I love this one um, from Tips. People over 30 that say that gives me the ick. Come on. Tips, come on. Tips. Uh, Kevin says, my ick, someone who orders food but has 20 modifications to it. Yeah, that's, that's a good so one. Good. <laughs> 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. We are joined by Natalia, who is ready to win some cake. Like, not literally. Well, maybe if, that, if that's what Natalia wants to spend her money on. Sure. Like, go for it. How I are guess. you today? Good. How are you guys? Good. Okay. So, Ryder, break down how this game works for those who are perhaps listening for the first time. Ryder and Lisa's 1K wordplay. You're going to choose a teammate, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room and not be able to hear round one. We'll then give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in. They'll play the same game, not knowing any of the words um, from the game or your answers. And for every one of their answers that matches yours, it's 25 bucks. Hit them all and it's 1000 bucks. Who's your teammate this morning, Natalia? I'm going to go with Lisa. Yes! Oh, finally. Do you know how long it's been? It's been forever. This is great. I've been sitting on these words for a long time, and I really like them. 
I'm going to start the timer for you after I give you the first word, okay? Okay. Let's do this. Stairs. Railing. Gasoline. Tank. Popcorn. Movie. Hammer. Hammer. Nail. Mittens. Winter? Mm, no. All right, let's get Lisa back in here. <laughs> she she might hit that one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're giving away some money, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say hammer? Nail. Nailed it, more like. Yes. 25 bucks. Let's go with uh, popcorn. Okay, well, there are two answers, so I'm really annoyed right now. Butter. Ooh, is it movie? It's movie. Oh. I'm upset. You should be. Okay, next. Gasoline. Tank. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Ooh, that's Who a good one. Everybody lost confidence <laughs> on me. With me. Okay, 50 bucks. Let's make it 75. Stairs. Walk. <laughs> what? That's the worst answer I've ever heard in my bad. life. Walking upstairs, Ryder. I honestly thought about that after my answer. Thank you, so. Natalia. Walking upstairs is called climbing the stairs. Oh. Climb. Well, what is what is? What she is said it? railing. Uh, mine's, mine's better. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. We're at fifty bucks. Let's make it seventy-five. Mittens. Hands. Yeah, she went with winter. Uh. Fifty bucks. That's where we're at. Natalia, you picked up fifty bucks. Thanks for playing. I'm sorry that I'm not, so in the zone. not in the zone today. Well, it's been a minute. It's been, day, guys. it's been a yeah, minute. Yeah, you too. You too, girl. You've been out of practice. I hope somebody goes with you again tomorrow and you can totally redeem yourself. How frustrated. Walking was, walking was No, good. it wasn't good. It was good. How frustrated will Natalia be if you come through tomorrow and just crush <laughs> our only Taylor Swift chat of the morning? Yeah, we're only allowed to have one. Right now. And that includes Travis Kelsey as well. That's all one. Wait, but we do tease the qualification for Taylor Swift in Tokyo, which we have twice a day on our station. Yeah, that's fine. Station. Oh, yeah. We'll that still, doesn't count. No. This is just like specific. What'd they do this weekend, chats? Okay. Your next chance, 4.15 p.m. Be listening for the cue to call. I was a little upset this weekend, to be perfectly honest. Why? They had her in a box with Jackson Mahomes, who oh. is like one of my least favorite people on the internet. And many people can agree if you know who this is. It's Patrick Mahomes' little brother, who is just an attention diva. Yeah, he's insufferable online. And maybe oh, even in person. I, I can't I imagine. Okay. He seems just like the most egotistical TikToker, which those two things, put those in a sentence with anybody, and I, I'm not here for it. Um, and then also Brittany. Brittany Mahomes, who's oh, a lot to deal with. And now Taylor's rolling with them. I just don't know if it's the crew love I wanted. Okay. Like, she might need to wear no new friends. I think that's why she brought Ryan Reynolds and yeah. Blake Lively and, like, Anthony from Queer Eye originally because she's like, oh, I can't associate myself with, like, just these people. Yeah. I have to bring a solid crew that make me look 
Yeah, but it's getting Good. trickier as she's traveling to all these cities. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the New York game, it's pretty easy to find celebrities that are coming through. That's fair. Some of the other cities that they're traveling to, uh, all it's just going to be you and Jackson. So that was... At that least was she different. can say, I don't want to be in your TikTok videos. She has every right to be like, no. He'll still put her in. Like he'll be dancing on top of her. I'm so glad I don't know anything about these people. Yeah, I wish I could like literally just delete them from my mind. Uh, okay, moving on. You have another piece of information about Taylor you'd like to share. Yeah, I just want to know because everyone keeps talking about, oh, like the things she's wearing to the games. And like we can all agree she was wearing Travis's sweater on Sunday, right? Oh, true. Like, like where'd she get super that? oversized mm-hmm. KC Chief sweater. Yeah, so cute. But when shirts that she bought from like H&M go viral... Who bought it? Does she have an assistant? Does she use her own credit card? Um, Nothing against H&M, but is she shopping there? I think so. Yep. Is that how low-key she is? Wouldn't you think that she'd find something in Gucci that's similar to... She doesn't wear Gucci. She wears H&M? Yeah. Like what? Does she rock some Joe Fresh? I think so. No. I think she has no problem with that. She's not wearing Joe Fresh. Why wouldn't you? Because if I was... Joe Fresh has upped their prices, man. You try to get a sweater there, it's 80 bucks. But Taylor Swift. Yeah, she was wearing an H&M sweater, and it sold out immediately. Anyway, quit sidetracking me, because these are the questions I have. What bank does she use? How much is in her checkings? Does she withdraw cash ever, like when she's at the game? Is it her assistant's credit card? When does she go to the dentist? Does she have her own dentist that comes to her house, or does she go to, like, one in her neighborhood? Who takes her cat to the vet? Like, these are the questions that I have because she's always in the news. I'm like, how does she have time to go to these games? It's just Sunday afternoon. I know, but she's doing a world tour. Who pays her electricity bill? Like, she does. When? Well, her assistant assistant would take care of all of that stuff. Except for, like, maybe the dentist one. She'd have to go to the dentist. Does she walk into her favorite boutique? Apparently not. She goes to H and M. Does she receive Amazon orders to her doorstep like the rest of us? If does she have the same clothes at each house, or does she have different outfits? And she's like, "Oh, I have that one in my Arizona house. I can't wear it tonight because I'm in New York." Like these are the things I think about when it comes to celebrities, and it stresses me out. Anyway, that's our Taylor Swift chat of the day. We are out of time. Thank you. We will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> This is a really scary story about an Alberta farmer who fell into a well. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't think that this happened as much as it apparently does. But then again, I didn't grow up on a farm or in a small town where that was like fear Mm -hmm. that was, you know, pushed on kids to like be safe out in the field. You have to you have to be safe around wells. And like there would be times where we'd have the. Like, I grew up on a farm, Mm -hmm. and we'd have the top off of the well, which was like a big cinder cover. But if there was, like, if my dad was pumping it out or whatever, the top could be off. And it was just out there in the side, like, to the side of our house. And if you were out walking in the dark, which, when you're kids, you're playing hide-and-go-seek in the dark and stuff. Totally. Or, like, You're taking a shortcut through a field. Sneaking out there to have a dart, whatever. You could end up stepping into it, which would be one of the most horrifying ways to go. So a farmer north of Edmonton is considering himself lucky because he was harvesting this season. It was September 26th, and Andy was heavy harrowing, which was breaking up and spreading straw 
on a combined field. Mm -hmm. And he knew about the well. It was marked. He had just filled it with rocks and clay in the spring. But that night, he had his tractor running. He got out of it to assess whether he could harrow right over it. And the ground fell away from his feet. And he had, like, the water up to his neck. His phone was still in the tractor. It was running. His wife wakes up in the middle of the night, realizes my husband's still not home. No way. Yeah. So she went out and found him? Yeah. I I guess. Well, it was like her. Yeah, she went out. She saw that the tractor was still running she couldn't find him and i guess it turns out that it was like 5 a.m when they finally got and it was 9 30 when he fell into the well oh my Five, god 9 30 p.m and he was it was up, up to, to his, his neck. neck thank goodness i know they you know noticed when they did and that you know you would see the machinery and be mm-hmm. like where is he exactly he's got to be somewhere close look down my goodness so scary. Yeah. My daughter got an email. I don't know uh, if you've seen this one, but you remember chain emails used to be a huge thing? You would get them daily. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s, early 2000s, chain mail was everywhere, and it did scare people I because don't... you're like, oh, I don't want to get cursed. I'm going to forward this to 10 people. Exactly, right? So uh, there was one going around, I think she got it last year at school, and the teacher notified us and said that she had shared it. Well, she probably didn't even know what chain mail was. No, exactly. All the kids are like online students now. They have their emails on their laptops in class. That's right. Um, And it said that if she didn't forward it to 10 people before midnight, (gasps) that she would get pushed in a well. That get was what out. it said. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. If anybody wants to see it, feel free to reach out to me. I got to send it to eight more people before midnight tonight. Ryder. What? You're messing with us. <laughs> uh, no, she did actually she did. get that email. Okay. So they are going around, but I don't so have to send it. it. I sent it months ago. I Ryder, don't have to send it you're again. You're the one that sent it to your daughter. <laughs> Sonia from Quantum Kitchen Countertops joins us. Why should homeowners have stone countertops? Durability is the way to go in the kitchen. Countertops, that will make a difference in the aesthetics of the house. And if you are looking for restaging your house for selling, this for sure would add a lot of value to your property. Sonia, what does the process for shopping for new countertops look like? Well, you just have to make the decision and you can visit us in our design center and we will help you throughout the entire process. You can bring your rough draft and measurements to our design center and you choose the color from over 300 samples that we have in the store. You get a quote in the same visit. Once you approve it, in a week we're taking your measurements and after two weeks, you're getting your countertop installed. We used you for my kitchen renovation. I used a product called Decton that was tremendous and has been holding up amazingly. Yeah. It looks so good. And I just want to compliment you and your staff. Uh, the whole process was very easy. I didn't know a lot going in. And just step by step, you walked me through it. And uh, even as far as the guys that came to install were just so lovely. So I can't recommend you enough to anybody that's looking for new kitchen countertops. In my opinion, Quantum Kitchen is the answer. Thank you, Ryder. We are very happy to be helping a lot of families to freshen up their kitchens because we offer uncompromising quality, unbeatable value, and our quick turnaround time that's what works the magic because a lot of people want their 
kitchen freshen up as soon as possible. It, I, I bet you know, because yeah. you went through the process of not having a kitchen <laughs> to leave every day. So if we can make this for you as soon as possible, that's what we are aiming for in the market. Well, and it's so true because usually the countertop is what really, that's what finishes off the whole look. So being able to have your team step up and have like such great time management with getting those countertops in and on so professionally and they look gorgeous, flawless, is very impressive. Thank you. And you can stop by at any time and this free estimate will make your life so much easier so you can narrow all your options and we'll be gladly assisting you throughout the entire process. Where can people find you? Quantumkitchen.ca and you can find us in Facebook and Instagram as Quantum Kitchen as well. And you can come and stop by and say hello to our design center, which is located in 105 Avenue, Northwest Edmonton. The Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.